0: Hour number two, let's get it. This is Chad and Zay. I am Zay Collier. Chad Hastings on vacation. Ty Henderson is in the building, filling in, doing a great job. Follow him on Twitter, Texas Guy Ty. Follow me on Twitter, Ain't That Underscore Zay. This is the horn, 1049-1019-8M1260. Great first hour, two more to go. And, yeah, you know what's funny, Ty? Somebody said on the Specs text line, they threw out Sean Marion, who was on that Mavs team in 2011 that won the whole thing. They had one of the purest-looking forms of all time in Peja Soyakovich and one of the ugliest forms of all time in Sean Marion. The flip shot. Wow. Like, that shot, so bad. Which, when you play throwbacks, I know you're a big NBA 2K guy. When you play in those throwback teams and you play with like the Suns or the All Suns teams, and you have him and you have an open three, you better just tap it's a tap that button because oh, yeah. that release, he just again, it's just that flick.
1: It go. I mean, in real life, it it was it was, it was cash.
0: It was Cash. Like, he was really fun to watch. Like, when he was bouncy with Steve Nash and stuff on those really good D'Antoni teams and their kryptonite would always be either the Spurs or the Lakers. Like, they could really go. And Sean Maron, he actually mentioned uh, recently, I don't know what interview or what podcast he was on, but he said, which in a way is right, he kind of paved the way for undersized big men. Guys that are 6'7". seven, like Grant are, Williams type. Yeah, Grant Williams that are small forwards. Draymond Green. Yeah, not really, not, you know, too heavy, but around 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six, and could guard fours and play the four because they're so versatile. And, yeah, I remember thinking of Sean Marion, like, wow, like, this is perfect. And Spurs fans, I know you're going to be salty about this, but if Joe Johnson doesn't get hurt in 05, I don't know if y'all win that series. And if Robert... Big Shot Bob doesn't do, sorry, Patrick Davis, you're my guy, absolutely love you, ball Live, you know, producer, you're my dude for sure, and he ne- always disagrees with me because he's a huge Spurs homer. If Big Shot Bob didn't knock Steve Nash into the crowd and David Stern didn't, who now? I'll say that. On his decision, because Amari Stoudemire and Boris Dio walked on the court, and he suspended those guys because they were trying to protect. In the playoffs? In the playoffs. They were trying to protect, I don't know, the MVP of the league. He, he's kind of valuable. If you knock his ass out, which Robert Ory, he got suspended. But who's more valuable, Amari and Boris Dio for the Suns or Robert Ory for the Spurs?
1: What was the series at at that point? Do uh, you know? I don't
0: remember. I, I know the Suns were in control, though. I I want to say the Suns were in control. They went. I mean, back. those Suns
1: teams. That's probably one of the. I mean, the best. Like a team that was competent for an entire era, but never. They they even make it to a finals?
0: No, they always. And Steve
1: Nash. He never made. it. Steve never.
0: Nash never been to the finals. No. That's crazy. And a big part of that was he would get exposed defensively. As great as he was, one of the greatest passers of all time. I wish he would have shot the ball more. he only averaged like. Maybe his highest points-per-game average in his career was 19, maybe. But those MVP years, he was only averaging around 16 points, 15 at times. It might have been 12 assists, 11 assists, and just his impact is why he got the MVPs. I know a lot of people uh, argue that because Shaq and Kobe, they were doing their thing at the time. Shaq with Miami, Kobe with the Lakers, and Ron was in the league and stuff. If Mark
1: even would have traded him.
0: What a bad trade that's what still... would have
1: been the greatest white boy duo of all time
0: oh yeah I mean what Avery would have done with Steve Avery Johnson would have done with Steve would have been a lot different than what Dan Tony did because you know Dan Tony really you know took seven Steve seconds Nash to a, yeah seven minute. seconds less like it took Nash to another level but man I his D when Tony Parker would go at him Tony Parker would go at At Steve. And they would try to hide him. Yeah, they would try to hide him, but then they would have Ginobili in. It probably never would have worked with Dirk,
1: considering he's also terrible at defense. Yeah. And having two liabilities like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that game, Game 7, 2006, when the Mavs went to AT&T Center, and he had that huge and one on Ginobili to ice the game. Like, that's when I knew, okay, Dirk's a dog. He was before, disrespected
1: for so long. Always.
0: A lot of that was because he's European. You always disrespect European guys, which, you know, I talked about this with Keenan yesterday. That's why Luca didn't go number one over the person that we just talked about, DeAndre Ayton, because, oh, he's from Europe. We don't think he's going to be tough enough. He's slow. He's this and that. Yeah, and Morgan, Marvin okay.
1: Bagley goes in front of yeah, him, too. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. Yeah, and there's they're still that whole stigma of college basketball. Since we see these guys, we think that it's a better league than overseas which it's is complete not. bs it's not overseas it's so much better so much more talent grown-ass yeah men.
1: real madrid would win every single game and if they had played and, as a college
0: yeah and Luca
1: threw him in the big 12 and
0: Luca dominated that league at 18 years old like juan carlos navarro guys like that spain legends and pal gasol manu all those guys tony they weren't dominating like that and all those guys. Oh, he's you know, different. Hall of Famers.
1: He he does. He he complains a lot. He's got a little bit of LeBron. Uh, in yeah, him. a little LeBron. LeBron he, that's James we Harden. Up to.
0: That's who we looked up to growing up. <sighs> it makes sense. Oh,
1: I see. Trust me. Those all star games, I see LeBron talking to him like, get, "Get your old ass out of here, LeBron. You're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna play with Luca. You want to come to Dallas? Him. That like when that rumor was going around earlier in the summer, I was like, "Am I? I knew it was gonna happen, but yeah. Dallas." being interested in LeBron or having interest in them earlier in the season.
0: Would you like LeBron then?
1: I would have to. You
0: would have to? Uh,
1: That's fair. It's similar to, you know – in the NFL, I know jumping jumping around here a lot. No, nah, you're uh, fine.
0: That's we we're there's no structure about Chad. There's we've had Bucky on. You know there's no structure there. We were talking about we literally talked about food for like a whole segment. So yeah, dude, you jump around all you want, my guy. Yeah.
1: So um, Johnny Manziel when he was when the Cowboys were on the clock the year they drafted Zach Martin, who we talked about earlier. Um, and I was like, damn, is Jerry Jones really? About to pick Johnny Manziel right here. Am I going to have to be a
0: he wanted to so bad Johnny Manziel fan and for a split second
1: I convinced myself I was like okay (laughs) I could do this it'd be a similar I'm sure I'd be a like I'd be I'm sure I'd like LeBron if he was on the Mavericks but yeah it would be weird for me yeah I liked him when he went back to Cleveland I like that too you know I had some I was like All all right yeah like him and Kyrie together that was fun.
0: Yeah, I try to keep it ba- just straight basketball. If we're just talking hoops, like, it's how could you not love LeBron? I know what he does off the court. Even on the court, like, <sighs> the bitching and stuff, I could get on my nerves, too. But Mike used to finesse refs into changing calls. I, like, I, MJ used to do that. Like, he, everybody, bitch, going back to Reggie Miller and Bird and Magic, just they didn't have as many cameras back then. So yeah, you didn't see it yeah, as much. I, you I got know? you. But, like, yeah, I... I, I feel you <laughs> no, I, the video I, I the videos you. of
1: him like or the pictures of him where there's like 50 pictures of him just sitting in his locker acting like he's reading a book but it's, <laughs> the, but it's the first page. Or him in interviews, with the, like oh, there's one where he was in he was he be, in England, and they were like,
0: he'll stretch the truth,
1: and he's like, oh yeah, like Jordan Henderson, yeah, like I was a big fan of his when he was uh, when he was playing for the club, and they're like, oh, you mean yeah. he's the captain of the team, yeah, he'll, right stretch, now? he'll,
0: he'll stretch the truth, he'll stretch, it's the like truth. why do you
1: need to, I don't know, in my uh, in my eyes, he's stuck like thinking like a 18 year old would,
0: yeah, and literally, Austin Reeves said that. In the, on the Up and Smoke podcast, that really? he was just on with Matt saw, Barnes. And what Stephen was he Jackson. wearing?
1: He was wearing like a choir white, like. He's a down.
0: sooner. He's a sooner. He ain't going to be all there. I-, I talk about it all the time. Those sooners and stuff and those Aggies. You know, I talked about it with Chad. I love Chad. He'll do some suspect stuff. They look stuff. like
1: they pulled him straight out of the trailer park. Yeah. Like, get, your nicest,
0: get your nicest shirt, Austin. got oh, an interview. He's Hillbilly Kobe for real. He embraces it. I like him. I hate that I like him so much, but he's a sooner, so he's going to do suspect stuff. He can't help it. It's just, you know, the environment that he was in when he was in Norman. But yeah, man. Austin Reeve said on Matt Bar- on Stephen Jackson's podcast, Up in Smoke, that Bron acts like an eighteen-year-old kid. Like that's how he he carries himself, like a kid. Which you know we know he's n- never had a dad or anything, so that's why he's so involved with his kids. And I like that about him. He can go a little overboard at times yeah. when he you know says, "I want my son to go straight to the league." I let your son have a life, Bron. And he's kind of toned that down a little. bit. I think
1: Bryce will though.
0: Bryce has a lot of potential. Bryce, I think Bronny will, he kinda, too. He kind of
1: reminds me of a young Zay Collier.
0: Stop. <laughs> uh, hell no. Nah. I ain't got those genes. Uh, like, CC was he nice a similar stuff. build, though. Uh, yeah, but I ain't have that athleticism at all. Like, he gets up with ease. It took me a lot just to dunk. That's why Mike Griffin had, didn't give me that $1,000 that he still owes me for 15 years ago where I, I can't, the ball went in, Ty. It just rattled around the rim. Like, Mike Griffin, rookie year, he thought he was hot stuff. Because if you know Mike, he still thinks he's hot stuff. But, you know, got that rookie deal, Tennessee Titans. I want to say he went 19th. He came back to Bowie. We were just doing open run in the summer, hooping. So, in between games, Mike said, Zay, I'll give you $1,000 right here if you go dunk the ball right now, two hands. You know me, bet, $1,000. I'm 15. That go a long way. (laughs) I go up. It went in, but it was clumsy. It, it was, I didn't freak. It, Did it went your in, it fingers it was like one of those, grab it, the room? Yeah, it slipped, but it went in and.
1: What he said, nah?
0: Nah, I ain't get that thousand. And I'm still salty about it. Like, at least give me 500. He won't give me no Gigi's cupcakes, none of that stuff. You know, Man. him rock Arakpo got the cupcake yeah. thing going on. I ain't getting no cupcakes. Can for give me a gift card now, at least. Something? Something you know, I'd be grateful with something, but nah, Mike, you still gonna be could cheap. You, I'll never forget. Could that. you
1: actually dunk beyond yeah. that though?
0: Yes, it was just you know the pressure was on. I knew the thousand was on the line. Everybody was watching and stuff like that. And then I ain't gonna lie, it, it wasn't a clean dunk. It wasn't a Got clean you. dunk. So.
1: I, I grabbed a rim one time.
0: See, that's not bad. My
1: freshman B team. That, that's it. I played on one competitive basketball team my entire life.
0: Westlake fr- freshman B team. Who was the head coach at the time?
1: Uh, coach Owen. Okay. Who he actually played with my dad played football at Westlake with my dad. Back Damn! In the day. Wow. So I think he might because I didn't make the team in middle school. Tough. And then I just made it freshman <laughs> year. You, you,
0: you go Hill Country or Westridge? West Westridge. Okay.
1: We had some Hoopers though.
0: Yeah. What was that rivalry like, the Hill Country Westridge? Because I know Westlake. It guys, was very different. Was... Like okay. like
1: the the. Environments, it's like we were kind of like the a little bit of a rattier bunch, you know, got in trouble a little bit more. And the ah. whole country kids were like, oh, you know, yeah, a little, yeah. a little straight, straighter, straighter edge. But then eventually we all got to high school and yeah, everyone ended up being up. the same. Yeah, but, of it, but definitely there was, it was a lot different. And the girls were a lot different too. I remember. In yeah, you're
0: gonna make me dry <laughs> I mean, with all this Westlake. We talk. had, we
1: had the corn kids out there. That's like, that's like the hood of Westlake.
0: <laughs> Stop it ain't no hood that what kind of oxymoron is that <laughs> it's the hood of west like i ain't never heard that i don't think those words have ever been said out of anybody that is from the central texas area the hood of west like wow ty you really wallet hey, shout really out to the, shout
1: out to the corny rats out there <laughs> love you
0: Kettle. Instead of Beamers and Benzes, no, we were riding around in Jags instead. Hans huh? at the hood. What you know? what I'm saying
1: the, the, there's like no building codes out there, so you'll have like a a huge mansion next to like a a trailer. Oh it's, my it's, it's, gosh! It's, it's an interesting dynamic, but it is on the lake, so okay. I, I guess the, there's never been a hood that's
0: on the lake. I don't <laughs> <think>. <laughs> Oh, man, that is great. He is Ty Henderson. I am Zach Carter. Let's get into a little football talk before we get to break because Justin Fields, man, he has a lot of confidence for a guy that was on a team that was last in their division. Now, I would have a lot more confidence, too, if Aaron Rodgers was out of that division now. But still, like, I don't know if I would take the Bears over. Dan Campbell's Lions. I don't know if I would take the Bears over, you know, even the Packers with Jordan Love right now. Like, that's tough for me to do.
1: I got to take him over the Packers. Jordan Love is trash.
0: I I can't say he's trash. He hasn't shown us nothing yet. You haven't really shown us nothing.
1: He's he's played. He had one. He had like one good half of football, and that's that's tough and like for a meaning in a, a meaningless game. And
0: that's tough for a guy to know that like this is your only shot because once twelve comes back into play, now he's number eight with New York. But once Aaron Rodgers comes back, like that's it. There's a comfort level with being the starting quarterback. Yeah, but he's and had that- he's had
1: two three years to prepare. I don't. Like,
0: but, but you're not preparing if you're not playing. Like the most, like the the best. You know, you got to be out there on the field. You're still to get practicing experience. every week, watching one of the all-time count. greats. That don't count, you're all, dog.
1: Yeah, but the feeling of like, I, I don't think there should be. Yeah, you're going to be nervous, but it's not like you're walking out there week one as a rookie, expected to be the franchise quarterback. You've had sure. you've had some time to. "Quote unquote," develop. True, even though you're not playing as much, like you're saying. But it's
0: not like Aaron Rodgers, though. Like we, we don't we don't know. Yeah,
1: but when I don't mean I'm too young young to remember. I remember when Aaron Rodgers started playing, but I don't think the expectations were like, oh, he's gonna be. Th- as good as he's going to be, the, one of the best ever. I don't think that was no,
0: and that's not it for Jordan Love. Either. No, but there
1: are like I, I'm saying that. I, I mean, on Reddit, I'm, I've tried to I try to get into as many communities, just to like see. No, I'm not like commenting or posting, but I'm in a Packers subreddit, <laughs> and they act like this dude is going to be the next coming of Jesus see, Christ.
0: Okay, yeah, that's that's just some homer stuff. Well, they, they've been believe. they've
1: been lucky. I mean, you've had the last thirty years of your franchise, like where you've had a Hall of Fame quarterback. True back to back. That doesn't happen very often.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they would probably tell you they've underachieved with those two Hall of Fame quarterbacks as good as they were. Two Super Bowls? Only two. I mean, I'd take it. Yeah, (laughs) You as a Cowboys fan, yeah, I I don't knock that either. But yeah, I don't know. You're right. I'd probably take the Bears over the Packers. It's close, though. I definitely want to take Chicago over Minnesota.
1: I think the team around Jordan Love is better than what Chicago has based off you know the O, the o- line of Chicago is abysmal, um, but the defense, you still got Jair Alexander and yeah, some other guys there, he's so a dude,
0: Alexander's an absolute dude, but Justin Fields, this dude guaranteed that he'll be the first quarterback in Bears history for throw over to throw over 4,000 yards this season. Keep in mind, Justin Fields threw for only 2,242 yards last season. In 15 games. So, yes, I know they got better. They got a couple more wide receivers there. Justin Fields should be another year more get? comfortable.
1: Who did, who did they get?
0: What's my man's name? More DJ Moore? DJ yeah, Moore, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's better than what they had. And but
1: that's I, not – they need a guy that's – DJ Moore is just a fly down the field, throw a go route. I feel like they need – like a Colby, you know, someone a Cole type, you know. They a, really could have
0: used someone that Luke Hopkins.
1: Yeah, but I think they're going to. I mean, Justin Fields is never going to be a a tremendous down the field passer. In my, I don't, I don't think he has the, I don't think he has it going on upstairs to huh. to read an NFL defense. Nor has the. You know, just arm. He has an arm talent from a strength standpoint, but, but just putting it on the spot, I don't, I don't think he'll ever be able to do but, it.
0: But you just said, like yourself, like the old line, it not being good. He will ha- that. He do have much time to let guys go downfield. But you
1: can tell, like just look I don't know. This it, me looking at him while he's playing football. It looks like he's confused. Still. Right. Still, he'll have know? those
0: moments, and-, and that was the
1: big knock coming out of college with him is like, I don't think he can read a defense yeah, at all. Yeah, and yeah. just listen to him talk. I'm a, I'm a big listen to the interviews. You, you are
0: know? a big listen to interviews guy. I heard what you said about Quinn. <laughs> you were on P&D and I was like, dog, he's in college. This is where you learn to talk. This is I where know, you but get still, it. come on, Quinn. Oh, come on, come on dog. Dude. But, we, you it, know, with, with, J- with Justin Fields, which, you know, at Ohio State and C.J. Stroud, he's going to be going through the same thing. When you have that deep of a wide receiver room, you kind of, you know. Think you can just about throw like, it up. The way you can just throw it up. Like the Garrett Wilsons and Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and guys like that, you know, are different. So Justin Fields, all that talent he had around him, which every quarterback wants that, and, you know, you can make guys good, but is it going to be like Matt Liner or something like that? Who Matt Liner, we know the talent that he had, but – Look where he's at. Like, look what happened in his NFL career, which Justin Fields is already better than Matt Line. I don't know if that's the right comparison. But you, y'all you catch my drift. I, I think that he's talking crazy here because he's a running quarterback first. I think he has a lot of upside throwing the football, but I don't think there's enough talent around him. To, for him to go over four thousand yards this season, and instinct's just going to take over once that edge rusher comes to play. Like he's not going to sit and stand in the pocket; no. he's going to take off and try to make something happen with his and legs. And that just because, doesn't
1: work in the NFL.
0: Yeah, not not all the time. Not like from, it doesn't not, win any Super Bowls. Yeah, it's tough. Like what? Who's the last running quarterback with a Super Bowl? Or yeah. Last. Steve Young. I wouldn't even consider him running quarterback. He had Jerry Rice.
1: Yeah, no, it just—I mean, we've seen Russell Cam, Wilson. Cam, yeah, uh, Cam Newton got there, um, but uh, the dual threat—it will either bite you in the ass with, with injuries. You know, it's that a yeah. long season like that. You're playing twenty plus games. You're right. You're gonna wear down. Yeah, and we see that at the end of every year with those guys, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, two great examples
0: yeah both of those guys got hurt last year you're absolutely right so yeah that that's my fear with all even Josh Allen like my he can't yeah, keep that this dude, up he, he can't keep this up
1: I mean you can't tell like one of these AFC championship games when he's barreling down the field like those shoulders are gonna come out of place when you're, you're knocking dudes around like he does yeah, I love the way he runs though literally, I mean, you got you got to be a little bit more careful dude
0: literally Madden he's the cover boy for Madden on like their little promo commercial they have him just running over something. Cause he does, it, he does it. He does, he does that, it. yeah. But like, that's for your quarterback, you don't want to see that for the long run. Maybe long. like
1: once or twice a year. Just to, if, if it's a, ton, I like that to set the tone. Right. You know, we've seen, I mean, Bam Bam Sam used to do that all the time, but. You know, he's he, that's a different type of, type of quarterback. That
0: is a different type of quarterback. He is Ty Henderson. Follow him on Twitter at Texas Guy Ty. I am Zay Colley. Follow me on Twitter, ain't that underscore Zay. Chad Hastings on vacation. This is Chad and Zay on the Horn, 104.9, 101.9, AM 1260. Stream it, hornfm.com.
1: Chad and Zay.
0: Welcome back. Chad and Zay coming in with some classic Naughty by Nature. Feel me flow. This is Chad and Zay on the horn, 104.9, 101.9 AM, 1260. I am Zay Collier. Follow me on Twitter, ain't that underscore Zay, joined by Time. Ty. Anderson, follow him on Twitter at Texas Guy Ty. You know anything about Naughty by Nature? Oh yeah. Okay,
1: this is one of my jams. It's a summer jam, right? Yeah, it's a
0: summer jam, man. Naughty by Nature so underrated. I, they had some hits, man. They they had some hits. And... It's
1: all clean too, right?
0: Uh, I don't know about that, but it's cleaner than others. And <laughs> ain't no, you know, Uncle Luke. Or two live crew but it's or not, It's not Will yeah. Smith, though. Nah, it's not that bubblegum type stuff. <laughs> Which, don't sleep on Will, man. Even though people can summertime? say, I mean, yeah, summertime when he's Jaz- with Jazzy Jeff. I Fresh watched Prince. that music video
1: yesterday. Did you really? First time. I mean, I've heard that song obviously before. I play it as uh, bumper music sometimes, but yeah, the music video. It was pretty cringy. Yo,
0: uh, yeah, Oh, yeah. was in his bag, though, man. Well, what a run that he had from just the rapping to obviously Fresh Pencil of Bel-Air. I mean, that was my
1: favorite show growing up.
0: That show is still good. Still classic. That's the first time a lot of people saw me along, you know. And he became seasons? His girl. Yeah, like in the later seasons. Oh, maybe season five or six or so. I don't know for sure, but.
1: Who's the who's the oldest sister? Was it Candace? Hillary? Hillary.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah bad oh she's so bad and then what was it it's Ashley so was the younger yeah, one yeah Ashley and then Uncle Phil R.I.P. R.I.P. Uncle Phil I go
1: back I see that video on Instagram all the time when like they had the real moment about like Will's dad because he right. leaves him, yeah. and it's like
0: yeah, you feel
1: it oh,
0: that man. might be the most iconic episode a fresh praise. Like everybody remembers that episode where Will's dad comes back into town and Will thinks that he's gonna go on the road with yeah. him and his dad you know, how come you don't love me, man? <laughs> 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 oh man, yo, straight up straight up
1: Kai, that was so good <laughs> if
0: it wasn't for that scene there wouldn't be no men in black oh I mean no Independence Day yeah but that was it that was that was, that was all real you, put, you felt the
1: realness that you know?
0: put him in Hollywood royalty to everyone because you know everybody thought oh God this just it's the kid from Philly they got this cute show on NBC but can he really act though like we know he's funny we know he'd be rocking the Jordans we know he could rap can he really act though and when he what it he loved when he hit America with "How come you love me, man?" and gave Uncle Phil that hug, dog, and oh. that's that should have won. I something. got chills. <laughs> 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 I wanted to go watch that episode. Like, Yo, know, you know, man, it was, that's yeah. a, it's a tough one. You gotta be ready. If you know, if you ain't a crier, then that might change your life, cause. Yeah, that that was a very good episode. There was also, it got deep, too, because everybody just remembers the fun stuff. It got deep, not just that one. There was the episode where Will and Carlton get pulled over in the bins.
1: Oh, yeah, when they're in, when yeah, they're in like, the-, by the, the, po- the, the, the Yeah, the, the, the
0: nice part. And the, Will, yeah. this is, like, everyday thing to Will, because, again, he's coming from Philly, so he, he's dealt with these kind of things. But Carlton, growing up in Bel Air, he's never experienced it. And Will and Carlton go back because Will's like, nah, this is real life. And Carlton's like, they're just doing their job and stuff, which, like, I know, they're great policemen out there, but we also know some dark stuff that could mm-hmm. go on, too. And that episode, like, in 91, 92, when that was coming out, dog, like, yeah, Fresh Prince, they did a really good job of being funny, but also dealing with real events. And it's a, yeah, because
1: Carlton ended up being the one that was the most pissed off at the end of that episode, right?
0: No, he what? was like he was like rattled, like he was confused. Like the last thing that he says in that episode, he asks Uncle Phil, like, "Hey, Dad, you would have pulled us over, right?" And Uncle Phil's like, "Like, I don't know, son. I think about that every day." And then Uncle Phil leaves and Carlton sits down. And he goes, "I would." So he's like going through his mind of like, "Was it a racial thing? Was the cop doing his job? Which you know, whatever." But yeah, that's. That's Fresh Prince. Yeah, I, I agree. That's what I'm going Yeah, that, Martin, Jamie Foxx show. I loved all of them shows back then, even though that was a little before my time. But the reruns and stuff, call me up on game. Yeah, great time. Let's get to the Flex ATX segment, shall we? Flex
1: ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by... Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join All the movement.
0: All right, Flex ATX segment today. And, you know, with the rivalry, Bowie versus Westlake, and I got a Westlake guy in the building, me being a Bowie guy. Y'all know how prideful I am of being a bulldog, my dad, being the head coach of the basketball team for 30 maybe 32 years he just retired but I don't know over three decades and basically my whole life so it's still kind of weird seeing pops retired and shout out to my guy Trey Lindsey one of my best friends who's now the head coach over there he's doing a great job himself building his own culture but Ty growing up when that Westlake game came up which you played twice in basketball my pops changed (laughs) My pops, he wanted, he wanted it more. He want it, 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 it's not like he wanted it more. Yeah, yeah, he did. I could say, I'll admit, yes, he did. He wanted it, it meant more. And him and head football coach Jeff Abels, mm-hmm. they're really close. One of his best friends. So, and Coach Abels has been coaching that buoy, I think, since it opened. Tommy Cox was the football coach before Coach Abels took over in 2002, I think. I think it was, um, Michael and Marcus Griffin's senior year, but that, like, before maybe o eight o seven. 07, Bowie never beat Westlake in football. They got him a few times in basketball, but just, like, not being able to get over the hump. Seeing Westlake, you know all the trophies, you know all the history. You went to the school, like— Guys like Drew Brees and on the basketball side dealing with guys like Luke Axel. Like Chris Mim was seven freaking foot. Yeah. Think about a seven-footer in this area right now dominating, being like a Texas All-American. He was a a
1: big seven-footer, too.
0: Like, OG Ben. Like, he wasn't what you see now with big man. Like, and he will hit that mid-range shot, but he stuck to the basket, stuck to the block. If you went to the lane, that ball was going to go to the stands. Chris Mim was a very good basketball player. So every time that game came up, and I really experienced it once I became a player for my pops. And I had some big games versus Westlake, but it just meant more. And a huge reason why it means more is because I know you're probably gonna tell me Bully was just another game. Yeah. And that drives us. Nuts. We're like the tech, <laughs> we're like the Texas Tech. And we're like black and red to Westlake and like what Texas Tech is to Texas. Like that's how we feel. That we get because y'all used to focus. Now it's like Travis, but y'all used to focus on Austin High way more than well, us. Well, that's
1: just funny. And I yeah, y'all, y'all, used to be, y'all
0: used to beat them down too. But they had their players. They, their they time. had some.
1: They, I mean, with, when they had the um, when the Jones, Jones the Jones brothers yeah. were there, they beat us. Okay, that was I was in like sixth grade. Wow. And uh, and Caleb Jones cussed me out because I ever told you the story. No. Okay. So you know. So they used to have the pit at Westlake Games where all the middle schoolers would go. Yes, it's like on in the f- end zone, in the, and I, you know, I was sitting there like they ran out of the tunnel, and he's and he goes to the end zone to pray or whatever. And I was just you know sixth grade me, I was like, yeah, you better be praying. <laughs> and he came over, and was like, you, him, like, like, just like came up to me, and I was like, oh, you a know, little like, kid. just yeah.
0: a little kid. That's what I'm saying. That rob- Austin High Westlake robbery, that was. Thick oh, I got,
1: I got to play you the diss track that we made in my, my senior year. Stop! They still the play it. Track. They still play it.
0: That's petty. it's good. That's petty. Who made it? Well, I mean, they
1: made one that was terrible, so we you know we had to clap back at him a little bit. <laughs> Went out to the studio out in Cornovaca, you know, I was saying the hood out there. <laughs> and uh actually the guy that pr- produced it and made the beat is uh you know that sounds like lot da 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 da. It's like a big TikTok. It has like 500 million views on Spotify now. okay but, so you no, know, there's an acclaimed producer on it, but it's it's a it's a good track. We got it was one of two, but neither of the guys played on the football team. One of them was on the right. basketball team, right? And all the coaches heard it and they were like, Coach Lucero was like, yeah, don't do that again. But
0: good, job. good job. job. Yeah, <laughs> your heart's in the right place, son. Your heart's in the it was right all place. Clean. You know, yeah,
1: it was all clean lyrics from him at least, but it was good. And I'll, I'll have to play it for you. So I don't think we can play it on the air, but, but
0: yeah, <laughs> to yeah. get a,
1: get a reaction out of you at least.
0: See, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the beauty of. High school sports, especially in Texas, like, it means so much. The communities, the rivalries, you know. I mean, I still packetry. care. I, I feel I, like I, a, too. I, I
1: mean, I, sometimes I feel like a loser. Like, oh, like, I, I was going to Westlake Baseball. Game. I know I do it for my job, but I also enjoy supporting the community right. still, too. Ain't
0: nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. When Bowie does well and goes anywhere, football, baseball, basketball, I like to attend, too. Like, you— and I being former athletes at our respective schools, like we put our heart and souls into that school and we love it. So like I get what you mean on, you know, I don't I, I also get what you mean by feeling like a low ball loser <laughs> at times. You're just a grown I mean, We're not man. we're not we're not Derek. <laughs> Derek <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, love, love Derek you, Derek. <laughs> love you, Derek.
0: Oh, my gosh, man. Ride <laughs> or die. Yeah, Derek. Absolutely ride or die. <laughs> See, this is why it's personal. Somebody on the Specs text line trolling me right now. Zay, in all caps, how the hell is it a rivalry when y'all hardly ever win? See, that's that's what pisses me off. Well, it's similar to like
1: how everyone hates Texas in the Big 12. It's like Anderson, their biggest game is playing Westlake. but Yep. I mean, we scored the most points that ever that were have ever been scored in a Texas high school football quarter. We scored against Anderson my senior year.
0: How I many was that?
1: It was like forty-two to nothing well, after I have the first mercy. quarter.
0: Well, well, I have mercy! It was bad. <laughs> Shout out to Derek, Texas, those <laughs> <back-downs>. yeah <laughs> Derek love you dog That's Ty talking that mess about you Not me that's your Westlake brother (laughs) Not me man that that ain't me Shout out to the Flex ATX segment On this Friday July 21st This is Chad and Zay Chad Hastings out of town Ty Henderson filling in I am Zay Collier on the horn For the love
1: Get on the Chad track. and Zay.
0: Welcome back. Chad and Zay. About to wrap up our number two with some bone thugs and harmony. The Cleveland crew. Very underrated. Needs to be more appreciated. Shout out to Easy E for finding those guys. I am Zay Collier, joined by Ty Henderson. On the horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. Your bone thugs fan time? Oh, yeah, they were in
1: town recently, right?
0: Were they really?
1: I think I could be very wrong, okay, but so like Nick Shuley might have shared that with us during Child the music
0: Yeah, man, been doing some good work,
1: yeah, he been has.
0: It. Yo, what was DJ August? I saw that picture, yeah, I'm mad jealous, bro, because DJ's my dude. How was that? yesterday? It was cool,
1: it was cool. Yeah, uh, you got yeah. DJ
0: by a few inches.
1: I know. I got, I had a few people hitting me up, man. man yeah. like, Damn. <laughs> Wait, you could have played in the league, Ty.
0: You could have played in the league. <laughs> Hell no. That just goes to show how incredible him being in the association for over a decade plus He played last is year. Ridiculous. 35. His skill level is insane. Like, I remember when he was with the Magic and they beat the 2019 champion Toronto Raptors, and only in one game, I think. It was game one. And DJ went off. Like, he's the reason they won that game. Like, he was giving Kyle Lowry, uh, Fred VanVleet, all types and he was of was And he was older Yeah, he was point. older. And he's bounced around a little bit. But, again, at 5'10", his pull-up jumpers money – incredible basketball IQ. And yeah, I think got, that's
1: the biggest thing. Yeah, I, 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 There's definitely a respect for him around the league. Is just like, that's a guy you want on your bench, regardless yeah. if he's going to play or not.
0: And there's so many guys that, like, know that they lost a step, but they can't, like, th- 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 their pride won't let them give – The youth game, like guys coming in, rookies, second year guys that are just trying to get a feel for the NBA that wanna be in the same place as DJ Augustine one day. Some guys, like, wanna, they look at those guys coming in and say, oh, you're taking my minutes. Why would I teach you anything? Why would I try to be a leader or a role model and stuff? That's not my job. We're teammates. Go to a coach for that. You know, go to people in your posse or people notice that kind of thing. And they do. And like, what keeps you around? is being willing to, say, pull guys aside and, like, let them know, like, hey, bro, I wouldn't do this off the court if I were you. You partying all last night, not a smart move. All the things that you're eating, yeah, you're young, yeah, you're athletic and stuff, but those things might catch up with you. You might want to get a chef. You might want to change your diet up a little bit. You need those veteran guys, and I'm not saying let's go the Udonis Haslam route. That's a little excessive. I don't believe is in he that done at yet? all. I, I think this is it. But we don't know. Who knows? Knowing Pat Riley, like Pat Riley, Eric Sposchel, they love that son of a B. And he's just taking up somebody's spot. Like that's <laughs> – become a coach, bro. Become like one of those player Seriously. assistants. Like you can still get paid. Like you're not, you're not getting on the court. Like there's levels to it. DJ Augustine, that's that good NBA vet leadership role model that you want to have around. Udonis Haslow. And he just puts on the show too. Like when he's cussing guys out, they always have to put the camera on them and everybody's like, oh, look at the leadership from you, Donis Haslam. What a guy in his 20-something year. He's not giving you anything basketball-wise, but you need guys like that. He hasn't
1: given anything in the past seven years. You you know, like that's – I can't like when's the last time he was a legit legit contributor? Like getting minutes in every game.
0: I barely remember him during those Spurs series. He
1: was good that – I mean the year – both times they played the Mavericks because 2006, he was also he was like a rookie. Yeah, I remember Dirk
0: giving him that work. That's what I remember. <laughs> and then them saying, "Wow, we have nobody that could check him. I guess we got to put Chris Bosh on him." And you saw what happened. Dirk gave Chris Bosh that. work. So
1: is it is it confirmed that that 2006 Mavericks loss to the to the Heat was that was rigged, right? That um, Tim Donahue, uh, whatever his name I, is.
0: I need to watch that Donahue special. Like I've always heard stories that about that. That was the that. most
1: like, free throw differential. Yeah. Like Dwayne Wade got like 80 free throws in like, yeah. a th- three-game span.
0: Yeah, and another thing that went against y'all, that was during the 2-3-2 format instead of the yeah. uh, 2-2-1-1-1, which it should always be that. Like This is the NBA. We have money to fly back and forth. <laughs> Like we, like come on now. I get the Magic and Bird era because again, that's how long's that flight from L. A. to Boston? Like a six hour flight almost. Yeah. So I, I get that being a little much because those were the only two teams going to the finals back then. But in two thousand and six, like, what's the point of being a home court advantage team if I'm going to get screwed in the finals and we have to play three straight games against the, you know, the team that doesn't have a better?
1: Yeah, race? you win, you lose one of those first two games, you're screwed,
0: right? And they, Mavs lost all three. No, I
1: thought they were up. Well, yeah, they're up, they up 2 0. Oh, yeah. yeah, they
0: lost three straight, three, four, yeah, and five. The NBA lost.
1: wasn't going to let them win the finals. You kidding me? I, uh, yeah, ugh.
0: that that that's a very sketchy time. I was time. young for
1: that, but yeah, I, remember. I remember. I remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a very sketchy time. That was
1: Don Nelson was the coach, right?
0: No, it was Avery Johnson.
1: You sh- in 2006? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Avery Johnson. Yeah. Because yeah. Donnie Boy was over in Golden State. And then the next year, you know what happened there? And we believe. Oh my God! We believe. Mate Ellis, Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson. Those boys ran y'all out the gym. Well, yeah, what they they
1: gave Dirk that MVP because they knew they knew they screwed him over the year before.
0: Yeah, yeah, he deserved it, but yeah, you're talking about a team full of just guys high on the chronic running up and down <laughs> like the way
1: hey, i'm a Monta Ellis guy he played on the mavericks after that i, I always thought he was a very undervalued very talk undervalued. about a dude that doesn't play defense yeah but, yeah
0: yeah uh, he's, he's not fast like, he's not like dj augustine
1: that was one of the fastest people right. i've ever seen on the basketball court yeah sudden movement
0: yeah because when they got steph curry of course he felt disrespected and he didn't want to help steph and we know what happened there like Front office was like, yeah, the Steph Curry guy is kind of special. And Monte was like, nah, man, we're, we're around the same height. We're, you know, we both like to shoot the ball. We both like it in our hands. Well, Monte's little—he's a little, gonna, he's a little yeah, different. Yeah, I'm not going to be a good teammate. And he bounced around the league. I don't know if he's ever won a ring. Then like Steph Curry—he he has one some of the best point guards of all time.
1: He has some teardrops, doesn't he?
0: What like his his game?
1: No, like his, on his like ta- tattoo
0: tears. I don't know. I've never I don't I haven't seen I noticed my date recently. Hey,
1: just Deshaun Stevenson definitely does. He does.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dude.
1: Yo. I, he was one of my favorite players. Oh, like, that man. was a scary he was, dude. He
0: was thugging for real. He's a
1: dog. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. God.
0: That's what I'm saying. Y'all had a little bit of everything on that Mavs team. He in balled out that final.
1: He scored like 22 points in one of the, He had like seven threes in one yeah, of those Yeah, because you
0: always need a dude that's just gonna fight you. And he's that dude. That dude that's going to be willing to throw down, which I had a lot of others. Tyson Chandler, he went to back down Brian Cardinal. Brian Cardinal. The custodian. Naming him. Stop naming Brian Cardinal. The okay? custodian. <laughs> I was right. at
1: one of those NBA – I was at game three. They lost. But Brian Cardinal was at the free throw line, and the entire American Airlines arena started chanting MVP.
0: That's such a joke. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> so the, the Mavericks <laughs> lost that game. Best sporting event I've ever been to in my life.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And it was from the nosebleeds. Just the NBA, the the energy in the room. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was a great time, man. Great time in the NBA finals. Let's get to where we at in society, shall we? Where are we at in society today? All right. So this story is absolutely hilarious. So, Todd, do you know the YouTube social media influencer Gideon?
1: I'm not, no, I'm not familiar.
0: I'm not. I wasn't familiar with him Gideon. Either. Gideon. He spells it G-I-D-I-O-N. It's a him? It's a him.
1: Yes. I'm, I'm more familiar with the females okay. on the uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah,
0: me too. I feel you. <laughs> so this dude, he's absolutely out of control. So he's an influencer, has a ton of followers on all social media platforms. And what he's known for, he's a bit guy. He does outlandish things in places where people wouldn't do them. He makes people very uncomfortable, but it could be really funny.
1: I love some cringe.
0: Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with a little cringe, a little pettiness. As long as you're not disrespecting or hurting anybody, I'm good with it. So this fool, which already in the NBA season, he was shown at, I want to say, a Brooklyn Nets game. He was getting a haircut, like in the second row. A haircut, like faded up. I see you just got a fresh cut. Looks nice, by the way. Thank you. And... This fool was getting faded up. He had the cape around him and everything. The barber was, you know, people couldn't see over the barber because he was (laughs) cutting his hair while an NBA game was going on. And I don't know what happened to him there. I think he got a little bit in trouble. I think they just told him to stop and everything was all good. But this fool was at two different WNBA games, and he was sitting on the first floor, which go look this up on Twitter. They got the video. It's hilarious. He's sitting on the first row. And in one video, the ball bounces his way. Remember, he's in the stands on the first row, but he's out of bounds. As he gets the ball, the normal person, what would they do? Give it to the ref. Let's keep the game going. What does Gideon do? He pulls the shot. Completely airballs. They kick him out. Boot. Like, dude, what are you doing? Don't shoot the ball. You're making the muck out of the WNBA. It's probably
1: like 25% of the fans there.
0: I didn't say it, you did. <laughs> which, by the way, this Bucky's still doing his WBA WNBA update? update.
1: I, I, we've been missing it this week. Ah,
0: man, that's a shame. That's Brittany a Griner shame.
1: will still win comeback player of the year. That's
0: his go to. That's really all he's got. <laughs> that's really, which that's not too far off. Like, she's having a really good season. The next thing that he did, which this got him banned from WNBA games, and since the NBA runs the WNBA, it also has gotten him banned from NBA games for the upcoming season. This fool on the first row again took up like four chairs, had a blanket, a pillow and pretended to sleep.
1: <laughs> that's that's funny.
0: That is pretty <laughs> hilarious. But it's also so disrespectful because uh, we know what you just said about the NBA basketball is basketball. I get the WNBA. Sometimes it can be hard to watch. I will admit that. But some what, of so those he, girls he are bought, nice. He bought
1: like four seats?
0: I think so. He probably like bought four 30 seats.
1: 30 bucks? <laughs> front row?
0: I, I'd say 65. Front <laughs> row, 65 maybe. All together though. Yeah. Right. But WNBA, it could be good. You saw Sabrina Inescu, the three-point shootout. Mean, I mean, it's, that's fun. She lit it up. They got some hoopers in there. Yeah,
1: if that's your thing, sure. It's it's a completely different game than the NBA. Yeah, like completely
0: it, different. It's, I'm not. I know people are out there saying it would be better if y'all lowered the rim to eight feet. I no, don't know about. I don't think that. so. That's like
1: that'd be Globe Trotters ask. Well, I, don't, I
0: don't think it would. If you take the game seriously, kind of like what they do in Europe. If you go see like AAU ball in Europe for twelve-year-olds and you know thirteen-year-olds, they're playing on like seven-foot rims. Yeah, they're like uh, dunking and stuff. It's really weird, but I
1: don't think people are ever like if you, there's a, not there's not a way to force people to like women's basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean tough. college
1: basketball is different. Going to those games, I, I did a few. I engineered for a few games for Craig Way this year. Okay, that's the only I've still never been to a men's basketball game at the new arena.
0: Oh man, it's, but it's dope.
1: it like I mean they packed the house for those uh, ladies ladies horns games. So, yeah, you know, those are fun. But the WNBA, I mean,
0: yeah, what Kim Mulkey and they did this past season, like Caitlin. Oh, Clark, I was watch- I watched Angel
1: Reese. I watched some of the the March Madness. That was
0: must see TV. You're not getting that in. I mean, Angel WNBA. Reese's is a character. She's amazing. She's and then there's amazing.
1: there's um. There's also some some lookers that were out there too. Oh yeah, what were the the Cavender twins?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you and I, we both like the Cavender <laughs> twins. Yeah, out of Miami. I wish they would have came back, but they'll always be in the limelight. I think they're gonna do some WWE stuff, so look out for that.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, but that was where we had society today. These fools are cutting up at WNBA games, getting kicked out and stuff just for likes. The world that we live in. Coming up, hour three, last hour of the show on a Friday, July 21st. I am Zay Collier. Ty Henderson's in the building. This is Chad and Zay on the horn.